Welcome back to Smart Takes. I'm Kristen Bankert. I'm a creative director here at St. John and joining me this morning is Jennifer Harmon and she is an executive vice president here at the agency and also leads our restaurant practice. So good morning, Jen. Thank you. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well now that I have my cup of coffee. I have my 14th <laughs> cup of coffee and it is equally good. They're all good. I, I have, I'll probably have three or four more before lunch and then I'll stop. Okay. Well, we, that should go fast then. It, we might, yeah, I might, yeah, I could probably. We talk faster speed talk well since we have our experts on uh, restaurants here i wanted to take an opportunity to maybe do something a, a little different today and do a podcast version of a case study because one of gosh our longest tenured clients and one of my most favorite clients uh restaurant brands that we worked on together um is zaxby's and we have such a great story to tell um when they came to us i mean how many locations did they have they only had 110 locations. Right. And they had virtually, like, no, they started in um, Statesboro. So they, they started, started College Town. And, and really, when they grew, they they expanded into small towns, right? So they had virtually no awareness. That no, was... you're correct. No, no awareness. They were in mostly rural towns. Mm -hmm. Many of the uh, first 100, 110 you know, locations were owned either by Zach and Tony, mm -hmm. who were the founders, Tony Townley and Zach McElroy, or they were owned by some of their relatives, uh, or, you know, they might have had a, a number of them. I, you know, if I think back, I guess they really were all owned by either Zach and Tony mm -hmm. as corporate stores, or they were owned by individual franchisees who in many cases were friends and family sure so family family business it's such a great story inception story can it you is. tell us a little bit about how it even the idea came about i th i think we would have to give the most credit to zach mcelroy mm -hmm. i mean i think that tony did such an outstanding job of helping the brand fund through the years and to kind of guide the growth financial growth mm -hmm. um and to, to really look into how to do the financial side for franchisees or and they called them licensees so it was a licensee agreement and i think that was where tony's um acumen came in mm -hmm. but you know one of the things about zach is really zach was on the forefront he created the brand he worked the brand um, he, you know, was, uh, he created all the sauces, they hand breaded, they, you know, put them in a bowl, they yeah. dredged it in a buttermilk mix, they hit it three times on the side of the uh, bowl, and that was like the, the training, right, the back end. right, it was uh, fresh, not frozen chicken, mm -hmm. um, they had crinkle fries, which are really almost cult, you know, so following today, absolutely, um, they had pellet ice, which was unique yes. for the brand, and it was really good crushed ice that people just love and clamor for and there's very few places that offer it and they had uh, you know I, I would say a better dining experience mm -hmm. an experience in, inside that was very much I think on the forefront of fast casual so it was quick service in the sense that you could get it through a drive-through mm -hmm. but it was fast casual and that the, the food really was handcrafted mm -hmm the product did take a little bit longer yes. to serve and they used to have a sign outside that said you know you have to wait a little longer but it's right. going to taste a lot better or something like I that. Remember I that. remember exactly. that uh, yes and you know there were a lot of things like that that in order to catapult from 110 stores to you know over 900 that right. they had to change you know they had to find tools that allowed them to grow tools that allowed them to have you know better back-end practices to be able right. to get people through the drive-through quicker because i mean 
people went crazy for it. If they knew what Zaxby's was, right. it had a huge following, still has a huge following. <clears throat> well, it's of, interesting that you say that because when we when we got them, they the people that knew them loved them and their food was exceptional. Um, but they had relatively low brand awareness. And it, like, people didn't even know Zaxby's was chicken in, in a lot of places. So there was an interesting challenge to build that brand. And so we had to, to do a lot of things, starting with our food photography right at the beginning. That was the first thing we told them, right? Was right. we've got it. Your photography is not doing your food justice. Um, so that was the first thing we did. But let's talk about, we, we go from 100 stores to over 900 stores right. in our tenure. All that in between. I mean, it was it was a really fun, exciting thing to be part of. So much fun. I mean, I will say that, you know, this agency absolutely loved it. Mm -hmm. We lived and breathed it and we loved it. And we had a ginormous team really yes. built up over time to to help them and grow them. But I would say, you know, it didn't have great awareness because the term Zaxby's didn't mean anything to anybody. Did have a big chicken in the logo, which helped a little bit. Um, we modified that a bit with mm -hmm. the silhouette chicken, so it was a little faster read in some right. way. We we still they still have the big chicken, but they used that that silhouette chicken to kind of be a faster read for certain things. The the brand had exceptional plans to deliver on their promise. Mm -hmm. They've trained back of the house well. The problem was it was such a high intense business as far as the back of the house it was difficult for them to have their speed of delivery times were very slow mm -hmm. um and you know and yet they had such great fans people were willing to wait for mm -hmm. it but you know when we came on they were at 110 units and they were looking to grow mm -hmm. uh they were you know we we really helped them create kind of the approach to how you grow a licensee mm -hmm. so we built um local store plans for spending we built the brand plan both the the you know the full package all the image advertising all of the promotional advertising we created the promotions alongside their culinary team which was excellent also a very young team and, yes and kind of a you know a team that didn't have a lot of experience i sometimes think that zaxby's did so well because they they came fresh they came with what's the right thing for the guests right how do we deliver on the promise here's what we said we were going to make and how are we going to do this and the store model was exceptional it was beautiful stores um, a little bit more expensive to build um, they indefinitely invested in the dining room experience. Mm -hmm. They one of their their greatest things was rolling the salads, and the salads were made with all fresh lettuce, mm -hmm. all fresh vegetables. They didn't pre-make them and having you know sit them in the refrigerator. Everything was made from scratch, and they were robust. They, Those salads oh. were massive, so you felt like you were getting you're a value for what you spent because they they cost a little bit more but everything was fresh to your point and and they were like overflowing out yeah. of the out of the bowl and it was all chicken you know they uh, the salads mm -hmm. had chicken on it the the tenders were outstanding mm -hmm. they had uh a, 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 a really good chicken sandwich that that was made with tenders they had um eventually they rolled a, a boneless wing which mm -hmm. was outstanding mm -hmm. and then they had all those really good sauces they had a lot of fun homegrown kind of sayings and the, some of the first stores you know have just a lot of graffiti and fun yes. uh, artifacts on the walls and, and a lot of times it really represented the community which really i think 
resonated with the community. So one of the things I think that that Zach did was really empower the the franchisee, the licensee, to mm -hmm. commit to that community, mm -hmm. to to link to the schools, and to you know not all of them were able to do that. Some of them didn't have the time. Some mm -hmm. of them were not as effective running stores, and they had to kind of learn that. So some of the things that we did first, we came in and we knew that we had to strengthen the brand positioning, and strengthen that it was you know seriously good chicken, the best chicken there ever was out there, um, and. It, it was worth trying yes. because once you tried it, you you would come back again. Right. Um, we wanted to build strength around the things that they made by scratch, you mm -hmm. know, and play off their sauces. And we named a number of their sauces and we helped them grow their sauce use. And all of that, again, was was made by scratch. And today, those same recipes are being used. Right. In their, you know, in their sauces today. They're just prepackaged. And I remember sir, certain phrases when we first um, started working with them creatively that made at order, not made to order, made at order, because that helped um, kind of put it in perspective for the customer that you're going to wait an extra minute or two because we don't make it until you order it, which means a lot. It's not sitting under one of those heat lamps and, you know, petrifying, exactly. um, which I think, you know, customers, if you're going to spend an amount of money, you do not want your, your fried chicken to be shriveled up. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, and I think that they, you know, they advanced with using tools in the kitchen and timers and sure. they were able to monitor traffic eventually in the, both in the drive-thru and in the dining room. So that helped them to know how many roughly tenders to put on, mm -hmm. you know, in the fry in order to keep up with the traffic. So people, so they could minimize the wait time, but it still always was made fresh order. It was mm -hmm. never sitting under a heat lamp. Yeah. Um, and I think that they have kept most of that in play. You know, their food is fresh. It is made pretty much when they order it. But, you know, every restaurant that's able to, you know, empower their teams with great tools, with digital um, timing mm -hmm. to allow them to anticipate their traffic and their capacity and their volume at different times of the day that's really helpful mm -hmm. so i will say that you know zach definitely embraced innovation mm -hmm. and even though he created a great store that was really just all labor intensive and really successful when he got into the hundred you know, the store, he knew he had to do, to do other things. So he came to us to, to grow the brand mm -hmm. with the story, to tell the story mm -hmm. of the brand. Um, he, he used other really great partners to help in the back of the house, to help, you know, figure out how to, um, you know, package foods and, and the amount of so they had less waste. I mean, all yeah. of those things. operationally they were, yeah. they were lockstep. Well, he also, he also grew, allowed us to, um, um, he trusted us creatively. So Absolutely. like the evolution. So when there was no brand awareness and we, I think our first campaign was something about real chicken because that was the point of difference is it's right. not frozen. It's always fresh. It was the, the best tender you could get from a chicken. Right. So they prided themselves on the quality of the ingredients. Um, and then we moved into, uh, you know, talking to customers and they're like, you just, there's no word to describe how good this food is you just have to try it and that evolved into indescribably good the tagline that they use yes. forever and ever and ever and um you know we captured real people eating it on camera and getting their honest reaction which was which was great i mean I, you i mean that was the campaign i think yeah. that really set them apart and we were able to build co-ops by market or mm -hmm. by single store that allowed 
every single unit to have a lot of media support. Right. And, you know, we looked at every opportunity for them and we made sure that whatever we did resonated. So mm-hmm. we did, you know, a lot of research, making sure we understood the stories. We did focus groups in people's homes. We talked about how yes. you eat Zaxby's and, and, you know, there were people that would eat. The, I remember in, in some of the stories that we told, they would say, you know, that they, when they ate one of the Zaxby's sandwiches, they'd start on one side right? of the half right. and get down to the corner and they'd hold it in somebody ate their corner and they were so yeah. sad there were just so many like buns. idiosyncrasies like yeah, they had their special way of eating it or the way they sauced it or whatever so we tapped into that kind of zeitgeist of the zaxby's fanatic and that's really what it became yeah, it became yeah. fanatics people would seek it out so they when they grew um initially into those kind of still smaller towns people would on their road trips they would be like we're stopping at the zaxby's they would map it out which was awesome and that's just an amazing thing creatively to to, to tap, tap into, into and just general marketing when, when you, you have that, that. <laughs> we love the, when we realized how far out of the way they would go to get to one right we built a roadmap a summer roadmap trip you know so that they could yes. map out their trip and know where they could go and where they could stop and how they could get there and at that time you know that maybe as we were growing there were two and three hundred units mm-hmm. so if you were in the south east mm-hmm. you probably had a lot of choices but it was you know another five to 10 years later before they really started growing outside of their footprint and with pretty calculated growth and with Mm -hmm. really good training for their franchisees, really good um, support. We built a field team for them. Oh my gosh. I mean, that was a difference maker because every franchisee felt like they were getting our personalized attention for every big ginormous, you know, week long brand campaign we did. We were doing a flyer for a local baseball team to support that, that local franchisee who wanted to show how embedded and committed he was to his community that's what was so special about that relationship it was and we you know when when we were doing all of our due diligence in the beginning we're realizing Mm -hmm. how hard some of the stores had to work to get the sales going we said you know what can we do to really get them committed to the community so really from the moment they opened we did a soft opening mm-hmm. where we, you know, had a certain number of people come in and try the chicken and we invited, the, you know, officials and, you know, whatever was considered sort of the, of the important people of that community in to give us a trial. Mm-hmm. And then we opened with a bang after that and right. we went full bore and we brought media in yes. and we and we committed to the fact that they were going to get that attention so that you didn't have to wait a long time to know what that Zaxby store was down the road, what they served, what they did, and why would I care about it? Right. It was from the beginning, so they were kickoff, but we prepared them. And I would say another thing that they did a really good job on was training. So mm-hmm. we train about four to five weeks. In fact, all of us trained at the store mm-hmm. ourselves to be able to advertise it. And, um, you know, that really helped them. And they were, you know, that, and I don't believe any of that's changed. You know, we worked with them for 16 years. We have not worked with them since Goldman Sachs bought them. But mm-hmm. I am impressed with what they are continuing to do. Mm-hmm. And they're evolving and they're, you know, their their technology is great. And they're, you know, they're really embracing a lot of things that we put in place. And I would say that, you know, the great thing about the knowledge I would say of St. John Mm -hmm. is that we really know that a franchisee is putting their hard earned dollars, right? They're working night and day. Mm -hmm. Something breaks. Sometimes they're the ones fixing it. Mm -hmm. And particularly with Zaxby's in those first five to 10 years, they, they were, they didn't have the systems in place. So they were really, those, those licensees were on the front line and they were doing it. Mm -hmm. And we really understood that. Mm -hmm. So anything we could take off of them, 
from you know communication to connecting them to community to creating messaging around some issue if they were under construction across the street you know we built signs for them to help right. them redirect their traffic i mean anything that we could help them with so we have the the brand side which had an incredible team of which you were on Yay. and you did such a great job <laughs> and i loved how we evolved the campaign and i want to talk about that but then we had the field team which was totally committed to the individual markets and yes, we had enough that, you know, no uh, individual field person had many more than about 20 stores right. on their plate and they could really be there for them. And then that also took the pressure off of the corporate stores mm -hmm. and the corporate corporation to have to provide that. Right. Because they knew they were being taken care of. Were, it was it was, it was like the, the best, best example of true partnership. partnership. I mean, I, I think that. that that term is thrown around a lot in our industry, but when you look at the relationship that we had, and I mean, for how many years with Zaxby's, it was a true partnership. We were in it, we were invested, we were involved, and we genuinely cared about their success and wanted to do everything we could creatively on the on the franchisee side to make them succeed. And we are still rooting for them. Yeah, I mean, for I sure. I love them. They're, they're, I know you do too, and everybody here wants them to be incredibly successful and to you know enrich everything that we helped Absolutely. to start and to, to keep growing and i i really think we're already beginning to see that um not, not to mention you can't quit those crinkle fries, fries so you can't <laughs> absolutely and, we're, and the crinkle fries and the salads the salads were amazing oh my gosh it's also good so and when i go back to the campaigns that we created that we played out across all fronts because, yeah you know the, the small stories played out in the sense that there were small stories in every store and in yes. every community and then we we evolved that into celebrities who also had small stories correct that were in many cases real in fact i don't think we ever had a celebrity that wasn't a fan of zaxby's we really required that that was just sure. a part of sort of truth in advertising right. we did look for certain kinds of celebrities to tell certain stories mm -hmm. but we had so many great stories and you know i i always will remember and you did this campaign and it was fabulous it was some of the best work i think we've ever done is we used thomas rett and oh, brett yeah. eldridge yeah. and they were just on the cusp mm -hmm. of being famous and they we sort of played on the fact that they had a yin and a yang with yes. each other and i got there that day for that shoot and you were there and you were working with jennifer and mm -hmm. we were just having a great day and and Thomas came in and he got literally tears in his eyes because he said when i was a little boy mm -hmm. every single summer my parents would drive me to Valdosta and the first place that my grandmother would take me in Valdosta, Georgia was Zaxby's. And I can't believe he said that I am famous enough to oh. do this commercial. It was the sweetest thing. It makes me cry I now. know, I know. And it's sweet, so earnest. It's a sweet wife came in and now they have like they were three so children. They were adorable. And it was such a real moment. It was. I mean, and it he was. was really so excited about doing this Zaxby's and so was Brett. Right. And they had a great time and I would just say, for me, I think that we kept that in every celebrity. So we tried very hard. It was it's it's easier to write to the truth, right? So like when we would get a celebrity, we always tried to connect whatever that celebrity was known for, or you know some facet of their their life or career back to the product. Yes. Um. I mean, we had a ton of fun with the Duck Dynasty guys, and the the sets just got more elaborate, and it was such a joy to write those because we were filming what three at a time or six at a time because we would do two products yeah. so it was all it was a lot but um and for the most part i mean the celebrities were just so gracious and and really lovely to be around we certainly have some 
some other stories for another time. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, I will say we also did it very affordably. It was unbelievable how affordably we could do that. We got 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 very efficient at it, for sure. And of course, we weren't buying national advertising because they weren't national and they were only about 60% of the the nation. So we did get breaks on that. But I think, you know, I think we're really, really proud of the work we did for them. Very much. But I think we're also really proud of the traffic and the sales that we drove and the incremental same store comp sales and traffic that was increased every single year for yeah. 16 years except yeah. for one quarter and that quarter they were flat but they were not down they were that never down it's is amazing it's unbelievable that is amazing I, I, as a creative it's, it's so, so funny because i i love um making new things and yeah. making people laugh and all those things but i do kind of geek out over the numbers i don't know why i don't necessarily understand them all the time but i do i like to make work that well, works you know that you know that it works because you asked me how are sales, how are traffic. You ask me that all the time, so I know you know that. And I don't even like math. Well, but I just care about okay. like she's going up. Yeah, we want it to work, right. and I will say we were we were really very successful with an incredible Zaxby's team. Yes. So we were partners. We definitely when yes. people say we're going to sit at the table and roll up our sleeves with you, we really sit at the table and roll up our sleeves with that you, and true. we work day and night. And if something did go wrong, and there were a number of things that did, like a PR issue, mm-hmm. you know we would be up all night and all next day and all night again until it was solved. And yep. in every case, I can't think of one time where we really had anything be a problem that mm-hmm. we couldn't fix mm-hmm. because we worked together. Great, great licensees, really oh, so good, good people. I'm still friends with some of our clients. I, know. I mean, because I know. it was just me such too. a great relationship. I know. So that's like a good sign to me. Like there was just, there was a lot of love and mutual respect and appreciation Really there, good people. Which is really what you want people. in an agency client relationship, yeah. right? Yeah. That makes it more fun to, to work on for everybody. Exactly. Yeah. I, so, I mean, I, I would say that that is, you know, we've really had the good fortune to work on so many stores yeah. and so many different brands. And, and, you know, I think every one of them, I believe that we've left them better or, mm-hmm. or we have created something better for them to have with them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we're great partners. And yeah. I really do. But I also think we look for great partners. So yes. We want people that are going to work with us and, um, and, you know, this whole last three years has been so difficult, you know, <laughs> yeah. you, you know, if your agency isn't jumping through hoops, then they're not the right agency, right? Because everything's got to be flexible. Everything's got to be agile. You've got a plan and you've got to be able to get your plan in place and move forward with it. But you also have to be agile and you have to be prepared that there may be some changes at the last minute. Mm-hmm. And I think that this agency really pivots quickly when needed strategically pivots mm-hmm. we look at the situation we hear what the problem is and we help you figure out the right solution and and the, the quickest time we can turn it around that sets up the stores for success so I right think that is one of the things i think that sets us apart um i was going to ask you like of all that i mean there's a lot of a lot of success to talk about with zaxby's is there is there one thing that you're most proud of well, I I will say that we won Vendor of the Year a mm-hmm. number of times, and that was really amazing, mm-hmm. and it made us feel so great. And they had a wonderful vendors. I mean, that's something about Zaxby's is it really had wonderful vendors and people that really cared. Um, but to get that honor, that was really great. Um, I would say, you know, we, we had a lot of award-winning work, which they were very mm-hmm. proud of. Mm-hmm. Um, Me too. You know, we, yeah. <laughs> and we did a great job of, of tapping into all of the collegiate conferences yes. before you could tap into the actual athletes. And we did a great job using those. And we brought back athletes that had been 
famous before, playing at those schools before. We brought those back when we rolled out Saxby's Tailgate. Right. And we did that for a number of summers, working with, of course, their great team there that did so much of the legwork. And we did such a good job, I would say, on that with them. It was a great way for Zaxby's to have new trial and yeah. also show their true commitment to yes. fans across the nation. Yeah. Um, we used and they knew their wheelhouse. They knew, like, we, they knew we knew, and we just kind of kept dipping our toe in for those, like you said, those those tailgates. The, um, the campaign that, um, our last campaign with them was, what, Friends Family Flavor? Yes. Because that, we knew that's why people were going to the restaurant. So, so like we, we just, just kind of followed whatever the the, the, the sensibility was yeah. right of their of their, their fans, fans their loyal customers it was all about their fans and their fans are so committed and still are so committed yes. to them um, so it's you know that I would say was one of my most favorite brands I've ever worked on it was truly an honor to be a part of it yes. and I love the team that we built here mm -hmm. for them that stood the, the test of time. Um, and help to grow them and you know it's just exciting to see their future as well and i love looking back honestly at the breadth of work we did oh, um I the i mean that celebrity campaign went on and on and on and on and it never it never got tired to me no. like even writing it over it was it was always fun well, it was a new challenge and then we when we would uh highlight something like the fried pickles when they yes. came out that work i mean i just oh i look God. back at that work now and i'm like that still holds up <laughs> it, it absolutely holds up and you know we evolve things so that it wasn't always fresh for the viewer it sure. was always, you know, and the fanatics loved it. They couldn't wait to see the next commercial. So right. it would be, you know, all over social media go, who's going to be next? And when are y'all going to do right. it? I can't wait to roll it. And everybody loved fried pickles, like you say. And I thought that the fried pickle campaign that we developed was probably one of the most creative oh, we ever yes. have. And and I am saying that to one of the main creators of that. So I feel yeah. very confident that I could say that. I love you. that work. I love, it love was, that work. It yeah. was wonderful. Um, so, you know, I the, the real story is that we took that brand mm -hmm. from 120. 10 units to 900 plus mm -hmm. we took them to over a two billion dollar sales yeah and we did it i believe by making friends along the way yes by understanding what was important to the licensees understanding the commitment that zach made to that brand and and making sure that that lived up to its commitments right and we built it on affordable budgets and on really maximizing the media value as best we could and I think on really great work. Yeah. But then we dug into the neighborhoods and really worked hand in hand with the licensees. And I think that's probably, again, I always say, what's the difference at St. John? We, we really care. People say that and it sounds really true. I know. But we really do. It care. is true. It is true. <laughs> we do. Well, thank you so much. I loved kind of reliving that the Zaxby's days with you. It's just fun to think about because we had such a good time working together so, so closely. It was so much Oh, fun. my gosh. But um. So thank you for your time again this morning. And until next time. Until next time. We'll see you soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye.